ding. Welcome here to now is now with a thousand serious moves with the mentor Yes, thank you. It's me. It's you. It's us. It's we. Here we are, just us folks, hanging out, doing our thing, keeping it going, and just doing it. And that's that's what it is. And that's exactly where we are. And that's what we're doing. And thank you. <laughs> I think it's great to laugh and it's great to laugh at myself and it's great for you to laugh as well. And so try it, just take a smile, just take any old smile and just take yourself a laugh and just have a, have a moment to enjoy, enjoy or don't. You could also be like, you know what? I'm not gonna laugh and that's okay, obviously too, because this podcast is called A Thousand Serious Moves, and so we're always making sure to keep it a thousand times serious, and so if you don't want to laugh and you want to cross your arms and be like, fuck you, I'm turning this off, and be like, fuck yeah, my dude, do that shit, do what fucking makes you feel empowered and good and connected to the divinest part of yourself, do that shit, fucking seek the light, my dude, fucking fist up, hold it down, do whatever the fuck you want, and do that shit and that's fucking doing it and so fucking do it you know what I'm saying you know exactly what I'm saying <laughs> so there we are and here we are liking to take a moment to take a breathe breath breathe 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 keeping things nice high and tight over here we're keeping it really high and tight just like um my brother's haircut when he was in kindergarten high and tight um we are going to psalm 29 well this one really has a really complex thing for casting out evil spirits like both of these books say the same thing um, and I can read it to you just for funsies. Uh, it says you take, so if you want to cast out evil spirits, you take seven splinters of the OCA, osier tree, which is a type of a willow tree. So you take seven, I guess, splinters from an osier, or if you had a willow, whatever, probably, if you actually were doing this, you, you could use like whatever families in like a tree is in the similar family. So if there wasn't an osier tree, you could take some seven splinters of a willow tree. And then seven leaves of a date palm that never fruited. And then you would place those in a pot filled with water on which the sun had never shone. And then you would repeat Psalm 29 ten times with the divine name Ah in the evening. And then you would leave the pot um, on the earth and in the open air until the next evening. And then you would empty the pot at the door of the person who was possessed. And that would drive out the evil spirit. 
So there you go. Good to know, right? And I had never read this one before, but I see it now here in the Book of Gold. It says verses 3 through 10 contain seven references to the voice of God. And so these verses are used when drinking water on nights when demons were particularly active. The implication is that they might enter the person through the water. So that's two different associations with this Psalm 29 and having to do with using water and dark or casting out evil. So that can kind of illuminate maybe even some of the type of language. I just was like, should I go into it? Should I, should I explain what evil is? Because I do and always like to make sure that I'm opening my mind to understandings of the world that aren't necessarily purely dualistic. Because dualism doesn't make logical sense in terms of my definition of a higher power. And so that means that I have to redefine my entire way of seeing the universe based on how I define my higher power. Because if I define my higher power as the ultimate good, as the light and the source of all goodness, then my higher power contains both the yin and the yang, the dark and the light. They are both alike to my higher power. And so I don't have to get uncomfortable in my seat when someone asks me, how could a good God allow the Holocaust? How could a good God allow all these terrible things? And my response to that is to take a moment and expand your mind. My understanding of every trial and every difficulty that I've been through is that I emerge victorious, a warrior, much stronger and in tune and in touch and plugged in every time I go through something that seems like it was evil or meant harm. And even if I were to die of such a great and horrific tragedy. I don't count that as loss. I count that as gain. For then I am more closely united with the source. And so I'm not a fucking pussy. I'm not afraid of hardships. I face the tough questions with confidence and with openness and ease and grace because my higher power has it all under control and that I seek is that which is good. So I can have notions of the yin and the yang, but that doesn't mean I have to seek chaos. I've sought the chaos, and I've had a fucking great time. But for me, it's time to emerge from the soil, to seek the light, and to blossom and grow.
Give unto the Lord, O you mighty ones. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due to his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord splinters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes them also skip like a calf, Lebanon and Sarion like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth and strips the forest bare. And in his temple, everyone says glory. The Lord sat enthroned at the flood and the Lord sits as king forever. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace.